Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to tonight's edition of Students for Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Finkel, with Ruben Torres, and we are live. Once again, everybody, welcome to tonight's edition of our Students for Better Future Radio. And hi, Ruben. We How are you? How are you heard doing? from you in a while, but we have a great show tonight. Definitely. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about everything, you know, um, pretty much from the loss of, of one of our um, colleagues, Dale Brave, to Syria, to to the healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to the new faces of terrorism. Um, so we do have a great show coming up for you tonight. And if you can also remember to go to the, the nonprofit website at studentsforbetterfuture.com and make a contribution, that would be awesome. Again, we are a, a nonprofit, um, and we do have um, stuff going on on the campuses. So you can just uh, go onto the website and find out what it is. But First, I want to talk about our, our beloved Dale Brave uh, has passed away. He's a fellow who who used to work a lot with us on campus, um, and we want to wish his family, his family is in our prayers, and also the internment for him, if you want to attend, is is at the Bergen Community Medical Center Chapel, Friday the 28th at 3 p.m. It's Bergen Community Medical Center Chapel and Friday, April 28th at 3 p.m. Um, be awesome if you can just go and show your support. Such a young age he passed away, and, and I want to mention that he was dealing with multiple sclerosis and the pain associated with it, and um, he, you know, we had believed that uh, he, he was over-medicated. And, well, we don't believe he was over-medicated and that caused his death. And we hope to do a show maybe uh, and get a doctor or somebody on who can talk about the, the painkillers and how how they're misused and how they should be used. And and I know I discussed this with Ruben, um, you know, if you want to share your thoughts on something like that. Well, as I, as I mentioned previous to the... Uh to the, the the beginning of the show, that um, this this you know we are over medicated society today, and just the fact that people are having this type of issues and they're dying so young, it's 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 at an alarming rate, not just in not just in the East Coast, all throughout the whole nation. It's an epidemic of people just over, over being medicated and, and, and over abusing, abusing the medication. And then when that medication stops, guess what? Then they go into heroin. They, go, they, they, they start shooting up. They go into all these very, very deadly drugs. So it, it's definitely a, a huge problem, and hopefully our, our elected officials can, can start acting and, 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 and treating these things like they should be. Like an epidemic. Uh, yes, and you know, um, that's what happened. He was taking the painkillers. He did have pain from the multiple sclerosis, um, and these last few weeks he was in and out of the hospital. And um, you know, and and we would say to go to his pain management because you have to, um, you know, adjust your pain medication you know, and, and have them reevaluate you and, and look at you. But, you know, and sometimes these, you know, physicians, you know, either they don't know that the person is on all this other stuff or that, you know, they just um, haphazardly hand out prescriptions, 
you know, and not really thinking of the consequence, you know, and and um, so, um, but he is in I'm, our I'm, prayers. Yeah, ahead, I'm, a big, uh, I, I'm a big, I'm a big objector of of prescription medication, uh, you know, and and that also includes uh, vaccination, because I I. I, I I personally, throughout my life, I, I haven't taken, I mean, I hardly ever taken any medication. Uh, if I was sick, I would drink my, like my mother used to prepare me my soup uh, and, and, and just go to sleep and rest, and then I would feel better. Uh, I would not be taking uh, or accepting a doctor's medication saying, well, this is going to improve you. Take these antibiotics. And I no. No, 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 no. It's just not. I, I don't know. I wasn't brought up that way. Right. Um, and by the way, multiple sclerosis. Um, this ran in his family. Okay. And um, genetic, yeah, and, genetic. And it, it is de, 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 right. It is degenerative. And um, but and he he knew that he had it and. He was walking around, but slowly he got the pain in his legs, and slowly he couldn't lift anything. So it came on kind of gradually, and um, he started the pain medication, you know, as the disease progressed, and and then you know they kept upping the pain medication, you know, and um, and then you know now we have this, so we have to, you know kind of evaluate this type of thing, you know, and, and it's also ethics involved. Just, I think if the doctor suspects that if they're addicted, they shouldn't just keep giving them the medicine out, you know, right. just not keep giving the prescriptions. But, you know, so he is in our prayers and so is the family um, and, and, you know, and then on to... On to Syria, Ruben. <laughs> okay, the hot topic <laughs> of Syria. <laughs> yeah. You want to start with well, that one? Oh yeah, I I, I think the um, the situation in Syria is every day is getting is is going worse and worse. Uh, and I think um, the whole situation is going to come down to the Russians and the U.S. and the Iranians basically getting involved, and that's going to be really, really nasty and messy. But let's not forget, besides Syria, and we'll get back to Syria for a minute, there's, there's, a, there's a, a brewing conflict that can really break out World War III, and that, that's in the South China Sea, where North Korea, Japan, South Korea and the U.S. and China. That 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 to me is just as critical as what's happening in Syria. I mean, because you have, I don't know if people realize, but the whole reason behind the Syria situation is because there's pipelines. There are there's a pipeline that's going from through Syria that the Russians want, that we want, that um. The Iranians won, so it, it's basically, you know, yes, Assad is not a nice guy, but there, there's a lot of very, very bad dictators out there. So uh, okay, but, you know, but I, I, so, I, I believe I believe, so I believe isn't that, that it, a, isn't that Assad's land? Shouldn't shouldn't we all leave him alone? I I, I, I get that. I, I, don't, I mean. We, we, I don't think, I mean, I believe that we have interests. You know, if the Russians are trying to get the, those pipelines, I'm for fighting, fighting for that. I, I just don't believe that we should send in troops. I think if, if, we, if we basically, uh, you know, use our military weapons, that's fine. I mean, I think I, I'm okay with that. But uh, to send in troops, uh, ground, ground that, that to me, it's really... Don't, it's not, it will not be pretty. It will not be pretty. So, so, uh, I, uh, so it is. 
isn't it being you mentioned a pipeline? Isn't it then Syria's pipeline instead of the it's Russians or, or the that Americans or? Yeah, that pipeline runs across Syria. So it's so it's Syrian. And yeah, so yeah, it is. So all these countries, then, to my understanding, um, want to put put in their leader who is favorable towards them. Of course. So they can get they can get the access to the pipeline. Correct. I mean, one of the things that that was brought up when Saddam Hussein we wanted to get rid of Hussein was basically um, that, you know, we needed to get the Iraqi oil. And it was not just, the, you know, the U.S., there was other countries that were interested uh, in, that, in, that, in, that, in that region. So the, uh, the, the, the bottom line is this. If the Russians are going to try and get that, then we, we have a right to also go for it, too, you know. I, I, I'm a big believer right. that, you know, we, we, don't, we, we don't go and invade a country. We should not do that. But if, if, if another country is trying to do the same, do that and for, for uh, special interests, you know, which is, you know, oil, right. yeah, I, I, don't ha- I, I don't have a problem with that. But we have to be honest with, right. uh, we have to be honest with, and, and, and understand that this, we're not fighting to get rid of Assad. Just that's not just that's not the real. That's not truly the only the only reason we're there. There's an economic interest there, which is not it's not a bad thing. But let's be you know let's be upfront about it. Yeah, but not a lot of people want to be upfront about it, and they call it the globalists, you know. That's what they refer to the economic interests as, as the globalists. Um, it is the globalists. It, 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 yeah, it is the globalists because the, the globalists basically control. They, they control our politicians, and not just our politicians. Politicians all over in, in Europe and, and, and around the rest of the world. They basically can put in people and take them out. That's the reality. Um, the ring, uh, 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 but the 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 fact is that there is an oil gas pipeline that runs through Syria, and basically would basically supply fuel into the world's largest energy market, which is Europe. Now Russia, right now, is the dominant supplier of both oil and gas, and Iran is also a gas powerhouse. And they want to share that market. So basically, you have the Russians and the Iranians working hand in hand with, you know, together. And then they have Assad, uh, Assad there. Then you have the rest of the Middle East countries like Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and the U.S. who are basically saying we cannot allow, we cannot allow uh, the Russians and the Iranians. To, to to have control over that. So, uh, okay, so what should be done then? How how do we solve this one? Well, I, I, I think understand it, it, it seeing all, you, all, but what do they do? It all depends on what 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 are the next steps that Russia takes and the Iranians take. I mean, you know, they don't do anything about so it. So what I, if I they what if they involved. escalate it? Well, if they escalate it, then, then you know, I, again, I, I believe that we should we should go ahead and use our military uh, arsenal, but we should not uh, bring you know bring our our our, our, our young men and, and women into combat zone. That I think I think. Um, that would be a mistake. And then you have the other the other aspect of this is also the fact that we have these rebels. You know, remember those rebels that uh, mm-hmm. you know ISIS that was created by Obama and Hillary Clinton. 
know, um, you heard so many rumors that they, you know, they, you know, what happened in Libya, where the, the ambassador Stevens got killed, and that was because, you know, they were tra- trying to traffic uh, and, 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 and sell weapons or move weapons uh, to provide that to the, to the rebels. Well, these rebels, in my opinion, these rebels are basically uh, were the creation of Hillary and, and, and Obama during their, you know, during their eight years. And right, uh, right, they're, right. they're basically creating, they're, they're the ones, they're the ones that are creating havoc. They're the ones who are creating, and basically, uh, I think they're the ones that actually, uh, you know, they, they, in my opinion, they are very, very, they're a very loose group, and you, you can't really control them. Not like an army, you know, you have a commander, a general, these people are, are a bunch of loose cats. So uh, you have a lot of different different groups and groups that are associated with. You have the Iranians, the Syrians, and the Russians on one side. Then you got the Saudis, the European, uh, the EU, the U.S., and the, and the rest of the Middle East, um, rest of the Middle East countries. That are, that are basically. Uh, Ruben, I'm just curious. When was this was this pipeline just discovered recently, or? This, as, um, as far as I know, pipeline. As far as I know, this pipeline has been uh, in the works for for. Uh, it's, it's, you know, they they discover they discover that there's a pipeline. There's oil uh, going through Syria. And uh okay. and that it's basically uh, and so, uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. But but it was but it was discovered recently or was always around and they just decided to tap into it. Well it was basically discovered uh I would say a couple of years ago. And at, at that point, when when the whole it started right after, right after uh, just before the, uh, the 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 Syrian government started to basically attack their own people, and uh, right. that, that and that was a couple. No, I mean the, the war the war in Syria has been going on for uh, civil war. It's been going on for a couple of years now. Yeah. So. But I mean, it's just like Afghanistan. There, there, there's also that whole, you know, pi- there's a pipeline that runs also through Afghanistan. I mean, I, I, I can understand that there is, you know, why would any government, why would any government say that the reason they're going to war is because they're going after oil and gas? I mean, oil and and, and gas, you know. No, they're, they're, they have to basically say that that you know the re- real reason is because we we want to get rid of this guy Assad, which like I said, he's not a good uh, right. Person. They don't want to tell you that they're going after oil and gas because it makes the government look bad. It makes the government look bad, but but you know if you if you're going to go and use you know weapons like the mother of all bombs that costs a lot of money is because there's, there's, there's something there that is valuable. That, that to me is, is okay. something that, you know, and, and the globalists, the globalists are behind it. Politicians, you know, the politicians are going to, that's the reason I think Donald, Donald has been, it's been, you know, somewhat different in the sense that the globalists have been going after him. And uh, they're trying to control him, and he's a lot harder to control than a lot of the rest of the politicians. I think, I think uh, to a certain extent, he is he is uh, bending uh, to a certain degree to the globalists because they have so much power. But I, I still say that he he's definitely putting a lot more resistance than a lot of the politicians. 
So, so basically, and it's almost like Iraq won and the war in Iraq, right? Where we yes. had to protect the oil there. Well, what, what was the what was the key thing? What, what, what was the what was the headline when we wanted to attack Iraq? Uh, Iraq for weapons, weapons of, of mass, mass destruction. destruction. Right. So what, yeah. what you know, basically, we, we went to the UN. We went to the UN. The UN passed a resolution uh, condemning uh, Saddam Hussein and his uh, Iraqi government of basically utilizing uh, or having ma- weapons of mass destruction. We got our troops. We had a coalition, and basically we went in there. What happened next? There was an incident in Kuwait. I don't know if you recall where they said that the Iraqi right. soldiers basically uh, were killing kids in the hospitals. And there was an outrage throughout the whole world. My God, how, 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 how is that possible? And, and, and we find out a couple years later that the lady who was supposed to be a nurse at that hospital was someone related to one of the... Uh, one of the um, the uh, royal families from Qatar or from uh, Kuwait or so, and she made up all of that. So you have to really, you know, what, what I tell yes. people is you got you to gotta use your critical thinking uh, skills. When they tell you something, you have to really analyze and research and say, ah, who's benefiting from this? So, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that Assad is not a, is a good person. I'm just saying that there's there, there's a huge interest there's a huge interest when it comes to when it comes to uh, Syria and and and, and 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 it has to do with that oil oil pipeline and that was uh, so it has to do with, it has to do with the globalists yeah I mean that's basically, basically yeah you you, you definitely want to yeah. have control I mean. It, you know, right now, like I said, Russia is the largest producer of gas in the world. Um, they they basically sell gas to the majority of Europe. So they have a monopoly and they have a control. Well, we don't want Russia to be controlling all of this. So the Saudis and the rest of the are, are losing money because... You know the Russians are the ones who are making money on this, so it comes down, it boils down to economics, which again I don't have a problem with it, but let's be upfront about it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I know that. I know, but it's almost like they have to beat around the bush because, like I said before, it doesn't look good. You know when it they say, "Oh well." We want to get control of the oil pipeline, you know, yes. and they're so they want so they're trying to make Assad look bad. Yeah, and you again, know, the people uh, who want. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there, there's basically not nothing fantastic to say about Assad uh, uh, as a person. You know, him and his father. You know, his father Assad was even worse than than. Uh, than um than the son. I remember as a kid growing up hearing the horror stories of um you know his father. And, and right. again, there's there's nothing there's there's nothing there's no way of defending you know the brutality that this guy and his uh and his father and family have done to the Syrian people. But what I'm saying is that in order for that to be something. That we would would require the mother of all bombs. It, I find right. it hard and incredibly to believe that you know we're going to spend so much money on this to knock this guy out because he abuses. Look look at what happens in um in North Korea. North Korea, the uh, the dictator he abuses his people. What happens to the guy in Sinhala, right. uh, Mugabe? I mean, you have you have horrible, right. horrible dictators. But unless unless there's a special economic interest in that 
area, I don't see any reason not to bother, not to go in there. Why? Just because he treats his people well, bad? Let's ask no. you this. Would, would some of these people even go as far as to stage an event? Uh, I'd look bad. Oh, so yeah. they can go oh. in and get after the oil pipeline? They can, that's, that's, that's not, that's not unusual. I mean, every country, every, 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 I would say every industrial country has the potential to do that. You know, if there, if there's an economic interest and it's big enough that would warrant doing that, of course. Look at what happened. Didn't we hear that the, uh, the CIA and, uh, and and the FBI that they basically um, you know they 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 work with the Contras um, you know during the 80s and 90s uh, the drugs were shipped and everything and it was documented um, I nothing surprised nothing would shock me anymore you know if it comes down to money and 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 and, and, and power. Yes, Ruben. They were shipped here. They were shipped here through the main airport. <laughs> the drugs. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, so nothing, nothing will, would, 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 would basically uh, surprise me. Uh, they they were shipped stop. here through the main airport to spread all over to Americans who bought the drugs. Yeah. And, and to Again, make a lot it, of money. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that that um, that people people seem to be a little gullible, and and, and I think they're getting better at it, uh, and, and and using their critical thinking skills a lot better. But again, there's still a lot of people who are not convinced that that you know governments. Governments will lie, you know. It's, it's, it's not just our government; any government. Yeah. It's part of part of um, part of part of having control over over people. It's basically not telling them the truth. Right, and and hence, you know, you take over the important institutions like the media or education system, and you can control their minds. Correct. Which is, in Correct. fact, what what they have done to a certain degree. Yes. I'm, I'm sure, Ruben, when you grew up, at first you you um, you trusted the media and and the government. You had some sense of trust, but as you got I... older, yeah, you saw the you saw that things just didn't add up. Well, and you know when college, you put two and two college, together, that's what you come. In college, I had um, I had a great, I think it was my best class and my best teacher, and it was critical thinking. And he always told me, he said, you know those commercials on TV where they're saying if you drink enough co- coffee, it's gonna, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have a, a, a heart, a, a healthy ha- a heart. You're going to be able to live for uh, for a long time because the more coffee you drink, the better. He says, whenever you see commercials like this, make sure you try and find out who's paying for those commercials. There you'll find out who is pushing that type of information on the public. And then I did it. I did my research and and I found out oh it's a coffee industry that's paying for that commercial. No wonder, of course, of course they 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 they're, they're telling you that coffee is is great. So you have to really be careful. Uh, and like I said, I, I'm not opposed to uh, I'm not opposed to the government uh, going in there and using our military uh, our arsenal, our weapon arsenal. Uh, but I think I think going there with ground troops would not be a smart thing to do. So then, then 
they may go ahead with this pipeline and it may be in the hands of the Russians. Yeah, yeah. that's the, um, you know, the, you, don't want Ru- you don't want the Russians to have so much control over gas and oil pipelines. You know, that, 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 would, that, would, that would not be in the best interest of the United States and it would not be in the inter- best interest of the, the rest of the world. So I'm with, you know, the Russians are not our, our, our friends. And we we have to basically go and tackle them, you know, and and stay with them and and and, and not give them an inch. And if they're going to try and take that, we're going to have to fight them. Well, then, what about the UN in this? Well, the UN is part What's of the globalist. Yeah, they're they're part of the, the globalist they're, agenda. They're, they're, they, they, they want they want conflict. They want a conflict in 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 the Middle East. Um, that's basically uh, that's that's been that's been the agenda of the globalists for a long time. Okay, the Ruben. Bottom line is, yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. Go ahead. The bottom line is this: that the conflict in the conflict in in, in Syria is not going to go away. Until this situation with the pipeline gets defined, uh, is this pipeline operational, or is it, yet, or is it just being in the works? It's basically no. It's, it's, it's there. It has to be. It has to be developed. You know, it has to be developed by. It's. It's. You know, they have. I have assured investors that there there's oil in there, and, and the reason I believe it is because the Saudis, the Saudis and and Qatar and all these uh, middle you know sheep middle east east countries, they're basically they are supporting the rebels, you know. There's there's something that is uh, there's a practice within Islam called Wahhabi, which the Saudis, the Sunni uh, Muslims, and basically a lot of those a lot of those ISIS um, terrorists, they're Sunni Muslims, mm-hmm. and and the Saudis, it's been documented the Saudis are paying these guys. To fight, you know, to because they want they they don't want Assad there because with Assad there, they know that Assad is going to align himself with uh, Iran and Russia. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's, it's um, basically it's 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 also it's it's basically um it's very very. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to end up well because there's so many big players, big countries that are, you know, fighting for this uh, for this um, this strategic investment. So strategic for the economics and right. Yeah, but I, I think with, with, with all due respect to to the Syrian uh, Syria and uh, situation, there is a huge which I'm more concerned with it is the uh, the situation in the South China Sea with um, with China, Japan, North Korea. South Korea and the U.S. That to me is, I think, a, a, a bigger concern in my in my book than the Syria. What do you think um, about that? But yeah, I I I I, I am concerned about that. Um, but the disputes in the South China Sea. Um, 
doesn't that in, involve both? It, it, it says here involves both island and maritime claims among several sovereign states within the region, namely the nation right. of Brunei, the abode of peace, and the People's Republic of China, Republic of China, Malaysia, and the Republic of Indonesia, and Republic of Philippines, and the Socialist Republic of Vietnam. An estimated U.S. five trillion worth worth of global trade passes through the South China Sea, and there's many non-claimant states that want the South China Sea to remain as international waters. Several states, are, um, and including the United States of America, are conducting freedom of navigation operations to promote this situation. So what, what happens if, if, if um, through or, or we get attacked along the way? Because it's here, well, the disputes include the islands, reefs, banks, and other features of the South China Sea, including the uh, Spratly Islands, the Parasa Islands, and various boundaries of the Kofa Tonkin. And there are further disputes, including the waters near the Indonesian Matana Islands, which do not regard as part of the South China Sea. And the claimant states are interested in retaining or acquiring the rights to the fishing areas. The exploration and potential exploitation of again, here you go, Ruben, crude oil and national uh, natural gas. Yeah, there it is in the seabed of various yeah. parts of the South China Sea, and strategic control of important shipping lanes. So, did you hear the last part? Yeah, yeah. What did you say? What did you say on this broadcast? Doreen, there's always I, an economic interest somewhere along the way. Yeah, there, there's always. <laughs> you know, you don't see people, you don't see any country in, in, in Europe or any country around the rest of the world dying to fight and go to uh, Zimbabwe to fight them over there because there's nothing there. There's nothing there as of right now that any other country in the world is interested in. Right. So they won't go there. They won't go there. I mean, well, why should they invest all their weapons and, and people? What? There has to be an economic interest in order for that for any government, any country in the world to, to um, go there. For the globalists and the investors. Right, the globalists are the ones who push for this, and then the politicians, they do as they're told. Because so. they are financed by a lot of these people. Exactly. Or or vice versa. Right. You got the Soros of the world, you got the, uh, you know, the, the Rothschilds of the world, uh, and, you know, the people who, who who are the power brokers, who have the money, who are going to basically, if they, you know, also it's not just the, it's not just that, it's the big corporations. You got the Exxons, you got Halliburton, you know, you got, you got the, uh, uh, the military industrial complex. I mean, it, it basically comes down to money, the money aspect of it, and all these countries do not want another country and their companies to be in control of these um so they utilize they utilize the the, the military to, to do that. Oh boy. Uh huh. So yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's it's definitely uh just keep you know, keep an eye on it and and, and, and know that, that that's you know that's part of the uh it's part, of, part the of the globalist plan. Yeah. Um you know, I mean they just want to control everything and everybody. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, particularly yeah. for their economic interests. And they don't care who who dies in the forecast because you're only collateral uh Damage to them. Yeah, that's what it becomes. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. So both both China um, both China both China and and uh, Syria. I mean both the South China Sea, the situation with North Korea, and again Kim Jong Il, uh, the leader from North uh, North Korea, is not a nice person. It's not a nice uh, you know. But there's so many dictators just like him. That we're, that every the rest of the world is not even paying attention to. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. But, and you you had yeah. mentioned the name of a bomb called the mother of all bombs. Yes. That we used that one in Afghanistan, didn't we? Correct. Yeah, we did. We did, and uh, and again. If you're going to waste, I mean, spend and use that type of bomb, you're not going to do it because the dictator is abusing his, their people. Come on. That's a hell of a lot. You do that because you, you want to send a, a strong message. You want to send a strong message to Russia. You want to send a strong message to to uh, to the rest of uh, the Iranians and that, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna fight for for that pipeline, one way or the other, and 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 it's a strong message. I, I, I was happy that he he did that because, like I said, the Russians are not they're not our friends. You know they're 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 fighting for their economic interests. Yeah, but according to the Democrats, um, they hacked our election. <laughs> yeah, well that that's a distraction <laughs> because of. Of, of 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 all the people that the Russians did a lot of business with, it was the Democrats, that, especially Barack Obama, who, who uh, basically got, you know, he became a a, a millionaire uh, with all those investments that that uh, all those deals that the uh, and, and the Hill and the Clinton and the Clinton Foundation with the uranium uranium, uranium cells. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 it's a distraction, you know, and you're going to have the distraction of of, of painting and pointing the finger at Donald Trump as 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 the as the puppet of the Russians, but really the puppet of the of the Russians for the past eight years has been a Barack Hussein Obama. All right, so let's move on to um, health care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know this recent thing with Paul Ryan. Yes. And and they try to get the health care this new health care plan passed. Mhm. Um, but the bottom line, it appears to be a, a watered down thing of of Obamacare. So yeah. what do the Republicans do now? Well, the Republicans were were. Won the majority, you know, in 2020, um, <clears throat> 2015, and uh, 2014, excuse me. And they basically have not done what they they, they, they said they were going to do. You know, we don't want something to be patched or put a band-aid on it. We want it repeal and repeal is not what you know the current uh, administration is doing and the current uh, Republicans in Congress but I have to tell you the Freedom Caucus those guys or those individuals guys and gals they're they're for repealing they're for repealing uh, Obama, um, Obamacare it's just the, the, the moderate liberal Republicans are the ones that are basically preventing that from happening, and they're working along. They're working along with the Democrats, right? Um, repeat, it's repeal and replace Obamacare. Okay. Right. Healthcare. Yeah, I mean that. Right, here. 
My feeling is that that Paul Ryan needs to be replaced. He needs to be he, – we need to get rid of him. We need to get rid of, I think, uh, I, would, I would say about 60% of the current Republicans in the House because they're basically obstructing and not allowing the rest of the uh, – the conservative Republicans to do their job. Right. Um, so when can we expect this this uh, repeal to go through? To be honest with you, I don't think that's going to happen. I, so I they're not going to repeal it? No. Nah. Repealing would be something that really impact the uh, the insurance industry and you know a lot of these politicians they, they make their money again they're funded by that type of uh, industry so I don't think they're going to go against the ones uh, they're not going to bite the, the hand that feeds them I mean, what do you think? So they won't I mean, I, actually my... push for repeal. Correct. Because here it says, for nearly seven years, Republicans have been saying that they would repeal and replace Obamacare as soon as they had the power to do it. Now they have the White House and the majorities in both the Congress, but appear not to have any viable strategy for making good on that promise. The elusiveness of that strategy follows from many constraints under which Republicans are operating. It says here are six. One, a lot of people who voted for Republicans want to see the end of Obamacare for both philosophical and practical reasons. Two, a lot of them, sometimes the same people, are nervous about losing their health coverage if it goes. Most people also like important elements of Obamacare, such as expand on insurance discrimination against people with pre-existing conditions and its requirement that adults under 28, under age 26 be allowed to get coverage through their parents' plans. Three, Senate rules are generally thought to expose any legislation that modifies or abolishes Obamacare's regulations to filibuster, which means that any 41 of the 48 uh, Democrats could block that legislation. Republicans can use the budget reconciliation rules to pass legislation with 51 votes in the Senate, but only, they think, if that legislation exclusively concerns taxes and spending rather than regulations. Four, the Democrats are nearly uniform in their opposition to doing anything to Obamacare other than tweaking or spending more money on it. Five, Republicans do not all agree on what replacement should look like. The most worked-out Republican plans would make it possible for nearly everyone to buy catastrophic insurance policies but vastly reduce the federal role in regulating health insurance. And some Republicans, though, would be prefer to return government policy to what it was before Obamacare to pursue a different free market policy, even if those alternatives led to a loss of coverage for 10 or 20 million Americans. And then this guy also writes six, Obamacare's provisions are interrelated in a way that makes piecemeal changes perilous because the law requires insurances to sell the same policies at the same um, prices to the sick and healthy alike. One of its most popular elements, it creates an incentive for healthy people to forego insurance. They can wait until they are sick to buy it, but health insurance markets cannot afford if only sick people buy coverage. That's why Obamacare also includes its unpopular provision for not buying insurance to cause healthy people to get covered. They take away the fines, but not the regulation, and the insurance markets could unravel. This is what somebody wrote to me. So they said, if Republicans stick together, they can execute the first part of this strategy without any Democratic votes and without reaching an agreement among among themselves on replacement. They could then tell conservatives that Obamacare is dead or at least that it's been given a death sentence and tell voters in general that that a replacement is coming. 
Some Republicans even say that Democrats will work with them on the second bill, which is replacement, once the first one, the partial appeal, has been enacted. That's just what somebody sent to me. So, um, well, like I said, but you, you, you don't think be, that you don't go ahead. I don't. I, I don't believe that's going to be a repeal um, for the simple reason that these individuals are basically working for the insurance industry, and and and, and I don't think they're going to want to bite the, the hand that feeds them. I might be wrong, but I don't think so. But so, so what's going to happen to our healthcare industry then? I think, as a whole, and this might not sound pleasant to to hear this, but I think it's going to, they're going to allow it to collapse, and then and then what they're going to try and do is then at that point bring in the uh, the single payer system, just like in Canada or in, in England. Uh, but then still what happens to our health our overall health care system? It will be even totally under single payer fully, system. It would be fully and totally controlled by they will tell you And much. would you get quality health care? If you base it if you on, base it if you base it on what's happening in England and in Canada, you will not get quality health care if it means that you're going to have surgery, a surgery, operations, very, very serious uh, events health-wise, you're going to have to wait. You're going to be waiting and be put on a, on, you're going to be put on a, on a waiting list. Now, if you have a call or you need to get your physical, then the medical plan will be will be excellent because I lived in Canada. I lived in, in Ottawa, in the capital of Canada, when I worked for the Canadian um, Canadian Council, and I spoke to a lot of Canadians, okay. and, they, and they and they basically told me, "Listen, if you have a, a, a very minor health problem, we have the best system." But if, we, if you endure a very painful medical problem, surgery, and if you have money, if you're a Canadian that has money, you go to the U.S. and get the operation because in Canada they will put you on a waiting list. The reality of a single-payer system. Uh, and so it's a reality of the single-payer system and then you could die. Yeah. If you that's, needed that's surgery also, right away. That's, a, that's also another. That's another part of. Uh, 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 that's another part of uh, of the. Um, of what's actually happening. Uh, but you know, it's. I, I don't. Th- there's. There's no way that 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 these politicians are going to be able to. Um, to go ahead and and uh, and repeal this. Even if the you know, voters have put them in power to do so. Yeah, but again, the reality is that 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 is it's not it's not really is you know the perception is that we are the ones that vote them in, and we do, but it, but the reality is that. They only answer to the people who actually fund them. And I'm not saying that to be, you know, uh, cynical. That's the reality. Look at what happened to that Republican uh, congressman who said, hey, you guys don't pay my, my, my salary. That's the mentality of a lot of these politicians. They, they believe, no, you know, you, we the people are not, we're not the ones who pay your salary. Of course, of course we are. Of course we pay your salary. But you know, they're they're basically they don't believe that we are. You know that they have to answer to us. 
They only answer to the people who actually are the ones who are funding them. Am I am, am I am I am I just blowing you away tonight? So <laughs> I understand you, but I I don't I I you know and I understand where you're coming from, um, you know, but there's got to be a better system than this then. That one that oh, responds directly to the people and not to the special interest groups. No, no, I, I, I agree. Um, there, there has to be, and that's the reason I think when people talk about, um, they talk about term limits, getting the, getting the uh, lobbyists out, out of the system. You know, I think, I think that to me is, is very, very important. Because if there's not a reform when it comes to lobbying and and um, and term limits, Doreen, this will continue yeah. to be the normal, you know, status quo. We have to really, really uh, say to you know, I think. Donald Trump has to basically, uh, or the states have to take steps, and, and the people have to, uh, you know, be very, very participant in, 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 in that they need to basically pass laws that will not have, you know, lifetime positions for these politicians because they, you know, they're there forever, and. Again, their only interest is to satisfy the people who are providing the funding. Who put them in office. Yeah. And that's not us. But you know what? I'll be honest with you, Ruben. We do put them in office because we we go and vote for them. We do do put them in office. No, No, there's no denying that. How do you? How, it's like when I ran for office, okay, in New Jersey, and I ran for office, and you know the governor, Governor Christie, said, you know, I'd like to see you run for office and everything, but I decided that I was not going to be begging for, for money. You know, I was either going to win it this way, with no hardly any funding. What happened? Yeah, I, I was able to get sixty thousand votes in Essex County against an incumbent part of the machine. The incumbent got money right. from everywhere. He got money from everywhere. I didn't get any money, right. but if I would have won, I didn't. I was not beholden to anyone except the people who voted for me. The other individuals, the other individual, he basically, yes, they voted for him, but he's, he only answers to the people who actually so. Right, and so there, there we go. There's the problem. That, that is the problem. We have to, and, and we, we have, have to make, make sure that there's term limits, uh, and and we have to pass new laws that that basically uh, do not allow these lobbyists to basically control. The politicians in in in, in, um, in DC. Okay, Ruben, we are out of time. All right. Um, uh, and we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll see. Uh, did, we'll see did the hour go by next. quick? Oh my God! Yeah, especially when we're on Tuesday. So much fun. Yes. Yes, yes. So and um, I time. hope to get a guest. Yeah, I hope to get a guest on who's going to be talking about the new face of terrorism. Um, yes. So stay tuned for for next Tuesday, and and please don't forget to go ahead to studentsforabetterfuture.gadonation and say a little prayer for Dale. Okay, um, you know, he passed away at a young age, um, and and so he he and his family will be in our prayers and our thoughts. So thank you, Ruben, and we'll see you on Tuesday. All right. Have a good uh, have a good week. Yep.